Okay. I'm on today with my guy, Nick, during the day. Um, Nick Bateman, we have met on the socials, just like all of the people we have on here. And I'm really excited to be working with him. Um, we have a special episode today after week six. Um, but first, let's introduce Nick. So, Nick, where are you from? And who's your team this year? Like, who's like your team just for this year? Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I went to Clemson, um, you know, and I'm, I'm from the DMV area, but, uh, I mean, we were talking, I was saying, I grew up a Florida Gator fan, but I, I have officially through four years of college at Clemson completely transitioned. There is no other team for me. Uh, it's not like I root against other teams. Like it's not like Clemson or die, but as far as fandom goes, it's it's the Tigers, which has been pretty dreadful this year. Uh, it's been a lot of frustration, actually, for like the past three years. Um, but yeah, like that, you know, our season's toast. Uh, it'd be nice to get to 10 wins because we have a little streak going in that regard. But since our season's toast, the team that I found myself wanting to succeed, enjoying watching their games, uh, still feel like they're very underrated is uh washington that that's kind of been been my team for a little bit uh this season and you know we we're going to talk about like what if the playoffs started today like how would you rank your top four spoiler alert washington is definitely in there Mm -hmm. for me um so yeah that's that's kind of like there are some other teams wisconsin maryland teams that i'm like i I think are, are flying a little bit under the radar maryland looked pretty good for three quarters then ended up getting blown out so yeah it's true maryland was kind of in that group of like well as of last week it was kind of like louisville maryland like you got so West yeah Virginia. those yeah, undefeated those are, or like yeah they're just floating in there that you're like dang i could really like you know i could really cheer for these teams but you're kind of waiting for something to happen maryland sadly did not you know they did play for three quarters and louisville of course is kind of like now that dark horse team is like, oh, have a good, they got kind of a weak schedule. They um, do. They really so do. So it's like, you know, the dark horse ACC champ, you know, still undefeated, looking good. Um, but yeah, so Washington's your, your uh, like that team that you're cheering for that you wouldn't have really cheered for this, like before this year, that's kind of your, your, your uh, Cinderella yeah. team it, it's, it's the way I put it is like out of the top 10 right now, the only team that I'd actually be happy if they won at all is Washington, mm. you know, cause like Georgia, I'd be upset. I'm tired of yeah. it. Um, Ohio state, obviously I don't think anyone really wants them to win besides uh, Ohio state fans. Same yeah. about Michigan. Maybe there's some Michigan stragglers out there that are just rooting for them still, but uh, yeah, it's, it's really I mean, Oklahoma has Brent Venables. So there's kind of like a tie in there for me. I wouldn't be that upset if they won at all, but, uh, yeah, it's it's Washington right now. That, that I kind of hope they win. Yeah, I think Washington's a pretty a pretty common common one right now. That's kind of who I have kind of somewhat chosen. I had him like five in my preseason poll, which looked pretty scary. Like at first, I was a little like, you know, I got you know, you, you get you always get a lot of hate for like anything you post, which is fine. Like I'm I'm not like crying about it. Oh, it's welcomed. Um, it's welcomed. But I put. Washington at five, which even I thought when I put them there, I was like, yeah, this is kind of dumb. Like, I don't know if Washington's going to be five. But as so, like, no, you don't, as the season's gone so far, 
I felt pretty good about Washington being at five. And as it goes on, we'll see this week is the real Yeah, this is real a huge deal. week. I'm pumped for it. But, but like, Washington at five is nothing. I had uh, Wisconsin making the college football playoff before the season. <laughs> like, oh, and again. Hey, I mean, they can still do it. Still... They could. This is my thing. I Before, I was like, look at their schedule. They have Ohio State at home. And nothing at the time, obviously, no one really knew Cam Ward and Washington State were going to be right. uh, sleeper, you know, really good team. Uh, so I, I was just looking at Wisconsin as like they, they don't have anyone that scares me besides Ohio State. So like mm-hmm. YOLO. Uh, and, and I do think they could beat that Ohio State team. I'm excited for that game. It's in a couple of weeks. It is at um, Wisconsin. So I know that's it's Camp Randall and, and they're going to get rowdy for it. Um so, yeah, but that was definitely crazy, and, and people were giving me hate. People were like, what? <laughs> Have you lost your mind? And I'm like, yeah. well, uh, maybe, but that's the point. It's so you put that in a legit, like, playoff prediction. You said Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like epic. Long that's so epic. About it. Oh, 100%. And it's still, like, it's still up. Anyone watching yeah. this can go find it on my TikTok. But, Any Power 5 um, team that has zero one losses right now, you could argue, is still in it. So Yeah, there's that rule. Right. The yeah. One, two, two losses, you're eliminated. So pretty much. Um, but yeah, no. So as that, that Wisconsin would probably be like my dark horse. Okay. Uh, I know you put up that Instagram poll and I was like, this is interesting. I haven't really thought about it, but I feel like a lot of people say they, they see dark horse. They're like, Ooh, Washington could be a dark horse. Oklahoma yeah. could be, it's like, no, they're not a dark horse anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all very much, like people think they could actually do it. Dark horse, in my opinion, is you might be the only one at right. this point in time that's saying this. I like um, it. So true yeah, I, a, tr- a true dark horse for me would be Wisconsin. I don't know who it would be for you, but um, yeah, I mean, I think a dark like a dark horse. You could still say Louisville's a dark horse, but I'm jumping on the late bandwagon, obviously, for that one. Like I'm not like saying yeah. I'm special for that but like that's still a very like i'd be extremely surprised even more than like tcu maybe maybe oh, a little God. less than TCU, actually i don't know but we'll no, see i think i'd be more surprised just because how louisville you know how louisville's been pretty down ever since you know the the late teen like the 2016 2017 seasons yeah since yeah. lamar really yeah we'll so, see i i definitely can see louisville dropping like a tragic like they almost lost to nc state um right well like two weeks ago so it I'm not like truly a believer. I just think their schedule is so easy that um, I agree that it, it could happen technically. Yeah. Another dark horse. I think it's probably a little darker than Louisville at this point. A little more of like a sleeper is still probably Duke is hanging in there. You know, some people are just like, I mean, they could run the table. They do play. I think they play at Florida state, which would be pretty hard for them to pull off. Um, yeah. But... And they have uh, UNC still. Even this week, oh yeah, of course they do play UNC. I forgot. Uh, this week with with NC State, I like I actually kind of sneaky like NC State in that game. Um, <laughs> yeah, NC State's the team that's probably going to upset people. Even though I don't, I barely see them getting to like six or seven wins. They could be yeah, the team no. that knocks off someone. They, like I can just see them. They're going to have one ACC game where they just kind of like dethrone a team's chances. Um, yeah, and they now have MJ Morris, who looked pretty damn good. Um, against Marshall, like uh, NC State's mm-hmm. offense, clearly they figured something out. So I think they they might be pretty good to to finish the season. Yeah, don't sleep on them. 
I think, I mean, it, the ACC as a whole is much better than I think it's been in the past years. Like this year, it sticks out a little more. Obviously, Clemson's not that you don't have the, um, you know, the top heavy Clemson at the top anymore, at least for right now. But I mean, the ACC, you got five teams ranked right now. If you, I mean, if you want to say Miami's still ranked after what just happened, say what you want. But yeah, God, <laughs> without, without deserve, that one play, ranked, without that one play, Miami would have been still 17th in the country. And so you're they'd looking at Miami, it's still they, a scary game regardless of what just happened. So Yeah, they, if they knelt, they'd be undefeated and people would be saying they're a dark horse, you know. Like, Seriously. I actually think Miami would be a good answer for dark horse playoff team because now yeah. everyone in the no, nation really is dark saying horse. Yeah. It's, now they're a true dark horse. So I wouldn't hate that if, if you had said Miami. But, um, but as a Clemson fan, it does annoy me just a little bit when people are like, oh, the ACC is good now. Because like Clemson's not, but right. like, like obviously, I think it is better than when mm-hmm. Clemson like from 2017 to 2020 whatever. Um, but there were always ranked ACC teams just scattered around, right. whether it be Pitt right. with Kenny Pickett, Wake Forest, who you know, you name it. Um, but I think just because Clemson was so at the top, so dominant, I think really, it's just a much more compact conference yeah. now. It's de- with the transfer with portal. It's gotten better. So, like you're right, it it is better. But there are like it just it like people people think it's just like a a top two conference talent wise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. It's not. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I, I like what you said there because like like you kind of disagreed with me, but like it does make sense. I actually kind of agree with you now. I kind of like well. So yeah, the ACC. I think it just. It, I think it's deeper than it's been. But I don't know if yeah. it's necessarily better. Um, right. It just looks better because Clemson's not, you know, trashing on everybody, which probably makes everyone just look better. So there's exactly, probably yeah. a, there's probably several factors going into why that looks like it's oh the ACC is way better this year. So right, that's yeah, that makes that's sense. exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So, what was your favorite game of the week? What was your favorite game on Saturday that you watched? Either the the context or the implications that it has for the future or just the game itself well i mean i don't i don't want to go super obvious i guess but uh oklahoma texas like yeah. <laughs> waking waking up uh saturday you know you sleep in a little mm-hmm. you wake up you, you have you know a late breakfast and then toss on i don't know if you're a youtube tv guy a little shameless i am actually yeah shameless ad here but the, the little quad box they have is so legendary Yeah, that like I had Oklahoma, Texas, I had Ohio state, Maryland. I was kind of, it, was, like, it I, was the best morning slate of the year. Like, Oh my God. Everything was, was in the morning. And LSU, Missouri uh, was mm-hmm. great. I had that on as well. Not a lot of defense in that game, but still very no. entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, I was just like up and at them. Just like, this is amazing. This is college football. Not to mention it. It's October. So it's like, that crisp fall yeah. air. We had the windows open, lit a little uh, pumpkin spice candle, just enjoying <laughs> that Saturday to its fullest. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it was so yeah. Oklahoma, Texas, just it, it didn't disappoint. It gave us everything we wanted and hoped for. Um, oh, yeah. Red River rivalry has something about it where obviously, except for last year, we all know what happened. Forty nine zero Texas. Except for that, if you look at the last almost fifteen meetings, they're all one score games. It's crazy. Yeah. And they it's they're crazy. all like. 
like game of the year like nominees yeah, type like seriously uh two years ago that game was the the one that oklahoma won on that kennedy brooks last mm. second touchdown yeah um like that that was one of the best games that was probably my favorite game of 2021 and then mm-hmm. as of right now there's there's a chance that that oklahoma texas is at the top for 2023 well i think so, it's yeah, one of those that, games that's even more legendary right now because they're looking like the big 12 is not looking deep at all right now and no actually it's tragic it's it's looking like that this is going to be a rematch of the big 12 championship i i don't even like obviously at the start of the season i was like oh you know maybe there's some teams maybe k-state maybe kansas can like flirt with the big 12 championship as of right now it looks like there's no shot at anybody else making the big 12 championship other than those two so yeah i 100 percent i know cody was uh on, on our podcast he was saying he has he, he likes kansas state and I, I just I, like when I looked at it, I was just like, it has to be Texas, Oklahoma. There's, I, and and I, I mean, I like Kansas State enough, but they, the way they looked against Oklahoma State was pitiful. Oh, yeah. No, then you have TCU that looks, oh my gosh, uh, Kansas when they play Oklahoma, I bet they lose by, you know, twenty ish. Like, yeah. There's just a, even a with real... Jalen Daniels, I don't think it changes. Like, I think they still lose that Texas game with Jalen Daniels by two or three scores. Hundred like, percent. So there's just a, a big divide. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, even, and, my, even my BYU Cougars, I think it's a super far jump to even say we're yeah. like there's 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 a such a huge gap this year, and it looks and BYU is like a, a decent team, but it's just not yeah. going to be a Big Twelve championship. No. But that's what's so beautiful about it is that like Oklahoma, of course, they beat Texas, but Texas's season is not done because they're looking ahead. They're like, we get to play them again, and like when it really, really matters. So yeah, like we could just yeah, have a repeat. I'm... Yeah, this <laughs> is, I mean, this amazing. is the, I'm so excited for this because it's kind of like the USC Utah thing last year. If Texas, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a hundred percent. If Texas were to win, run the table, not easy, but if they do it, run the table, then they face an Oklahoma team that they've lost to earlier. And most of the time, if there's a two, you know, a two time game, in the season, usually the team that lost the first time will win the second time. Obviously, it depends on how it all plays out. USC did not do that last year, but like I would take Texas, you know, revenge game to beat Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean it's hard to beat a team twice. Um, yeah, it's really hard to beat a team twice. So that it would just be that'd be epic, and I really do think we're going to get it. But yeah, I mean, what was your favorite game aside aside from that? Yeah, favorite game. I mean. It was really fun. My game day experience was way different than normal. I usually have my YouTube TV and then I have another monitor um, with both of the YouTube TV. So I usually am flipping between games, but I watch two at once. Um, right. But this week I was down in Vegas. Um, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So I was watching the games. Um, at a sports morning. Yeah. So the first morning games I was watching at Caesars Palace or no, the Venetian. I was at the Venetian for the first games. Um, and that was crazy. So we had, you know, had, had all the screens, um, and there were a ton of Texas fans there. And so it was freaking loud in there. Guys go watch a college ball Saturday in Vegas. It was so fun. Just hopping in between the breaks of games. We'd hop to another casino and then watch the next slate of games with, and there's fans for, I mean, we saw a ton of Washington state fans get super pissed. A, a ton of Michigan fans. Makes sense. Freaking annoying Georgia fans. No, oh, hate Georgia, Georgia fans school, are the worst. No, man, all the we're worst watching fans. at the Circa Sportsbook, and I mean there was like so many oh 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 like the whole entire 
Dude, so annoying. It's so brutal. Trust me. I, <laughs> Clemson and Georgia are like an hour apart. Uh, Yo. And, and and we played Georgia 2021, obviously, mm-hmm. that 10-3 game. And it was in Charlotte, and we were all there. And, and after we lost, it was it was like the most dreadful experience trying to walk back after the game because uh, every everyone you saw was barking at you. It was like, come on, guys. There's a lot of, Give a lot it of a conditions rest. that are fine. Like, you know, horn, you got horns up, horns down. I mean, there's plenty of things that are just fine. But, like, the the dog woof is, like, It hurts so your annoying. eardrums. It's brutal. But, <laughs> yeah, like no, watching. Like, 40-year-olds doing it with their kids. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's insane. Uh, but, but, yeah, watching it a sports book is nothing beats it. I, I was in Vegas last year for week one college football, and it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Was in a sports book for March Madness. Uh, oh, round of 32. Um, I mean, it's unbelievable, right? Like, just like you're saying, like loud, everyone's just going crazy. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've I, never kind of, I have actually, after. I've been to Vegas a few times and I've never, I just never been on a college football Saturday. I've been to the sports books, I've seen them, but it's been just on a random, yeah, it's random just not day. the same, right? Yeah. It's not on a fall Saturday. And so I was, I was worried because, um, you know, we were going down there and I was like, listen, like, I'm sorry, but like whatever you guys want to do on Saturday, I'm I'm gonna be staying back at the sports book. You guys can go do whatever you want, go explore the strip, go shopping, but like just just take me to take me to a sports book and just that's where you can meet up with me. I'll be there all day. Yeah, so it was I would have done the same exact thing. <laughs> it like... was great. You know, I put down uh, in Utah. You can't bet. Um, you can only do the fantasy bets, so you can do like price picks in Utah, but you can't do like FanDuel or DraftKings. Yeah, that's like North um, Carolina when I was so... in South Carolina. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, it's so the same exact the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I was like really excited to go like bet the spread. I was like, heck yeah, dude! Like, if if I look back on my podcast, obviously, yes, I'm just saying these things. I wasn't actually betting money on them, but like, if I were to take last week's pod and what I said on the pod and put money on all the things that I said, I would have been like nine and ten or nine out of ten, and would have yeah. won a lot of money. And then I went this week and I got demolished. That's how it happens. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like Vegas, (laughs) it was a crazy week in college football. Six ranked teams lost. I mean, I put Miami for over twenty. I put them to cover. (laughs) So yeah, oh, because I mean, it looked like it was going to be a good, a solid one to take. Um, you know, I had I had Kentucky plus fourteen and a half. I had Kentucky plus seven and a half at the half. I had so much on Kentucky, dude. (laughs) Did you see my? like my meg, like my mega teaser I do on Instagram every week. So I actually looked for yours. I was actually looking at yours when I was trying to make my bets, but for some reason I couldn't find it. I don't know why. When did you post it? Uh, I posted it probably Thursday. Really? Because I was looking. At, I was making most of my bets late Friday night, and then uh, some it, Sunday yeah, morning. It was. It was probably gone though off my story, but like not. Yeah. I, I probably hadn't put it in my archive. That must have been why. But if you had wrote. I went, um, and this honestly, it's tragic, and I'll, I'll talk about it more with Cody tomorrow. But I, I went sixteen for seventeen. Really? Like, yes. <laughs> and I started cow. out eleven and zero. It was like, uh, uh, the games I had Colorado minus one, um, yeah, was on, one. and Kentucky plus ten first half. Mm-hmm. were like the ones that I had on the TV. And, and I think maybe the Notre Dame Louisville under I had on as well. But like, I was okay. just like, holy shit, there's only six games left that if they hit, 
I turned like five bucks into 5,000. I didn't think I'd get this far. Uh, and of course, Kentucky gets smoked. And yeah. I'm like, okay, great. So it's dead. But like really cool that we made it this far, folks. Thinking in my head, like Colorado was losing at the time. I was like, something else is going to lose. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Um, gets down to, I had Cal plus 14 and a half against Oregon State. And late in that game, Oregon State was up like 49-30. Um, and I was like, okay. But that that makes me feel better that like that that's going to be a loss as well. But no, Cal comes back. They cover that. They and 12, I, I, I think. Yeah, they lost by 12. And then I looked at it. I was like, holy shit. I literally missed one game out of 17. Oh, my gosh. So, what, yeah. so what's the deal with this? Cause, so I'm relatively new. I've only really done it since, since I got to college. So the last like few few months to a year. And I haven't done much betting with the spread. And I feel like the, the spread that I was betting is so much different than everybody else's. Was it just I was at some stupid sports book? Because I was at the Venetian doing a lot of them. No. Uh, well, it's like my Oregon it's... State spread was seven. Yeah, well, I I did a it's it's a mega teaser, so like basically. Oh, it's a teaser. I, oh, yeah, okay. I take the alternate uh, right. up until a number that I like it. Um, but again, I think I placed it Thursday, so I think I got Cal at fourteen and a half. Um, whereas, like, I think a buddy tried to ride my parlay and and could only get Cal like twelve and a half, and I was like, well, right. I, still would have hit though, but. Uh, True. Yeah, it's at, like I tease it because there's no way like that's the only way anything like that could ever hit. Uh, yeah. If I didn't tease it, I'll, like there are like three or four games that actually would have lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. I mean, it's what I recommend if you're ever going to go crazy and put in that big of a parlay, you, you got to tease it. A huge parlay. Yeah, that makes sense because normally you wouldn't win any money doing you know two or three teasers. You just wouldn't win much money doing that. Right. That's the only, yeah, the only time I'll ever really tease is if it's something massive. And I like doing it because it's like, if it hits, I'm giving out $100 to someone, you know? Right. Or, or it's like, it's fun for everyone, kind of, but you yeah. got so close. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's wild. I, uh, I, thought I, I thought I was going to do pretty well. I had a few almost hit. Um, but yeah, I had, I had Maryland plus 19 and a half. They lost by 20. Uh, see, that's <laughs> one of them because I had, I had Maryland 23 and a half. Oh, you you teased that one as well? Yeah, but that's one of that them that sense. like would not have hit. Yeah, the Texas yeah. Oklahoma under would not have hit. Mm-hmm. It hit by like one. Shout out. The Maybe that's the move. You're doing a parlay. Get those uh, get those teasers. That's the move. Yeah, I, it absolutely is. But like, only if you're, it's got to be like a like you know, just kind of like ten teams or something like that, something crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, I might switch it up this week and and actually do like two like eight to 10 team because one of them would have hit last week if I did that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Keep, like doing, keep doing the small, the penny bets, man. Do this a huge parlay off of a few bucks. See what you can make from it. Yeah. See what you can do. It's like the price of watching the games too. You're, you're dropping five bucks. Who cares about that? Even right. if you're broke as hell, it's, it's a fun time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I'm at as a, as a better the better hey guys mm-hmm. let me know what bets y'all are taking this week i think the odds just came out today most of them um yeah so i didn't yeah. get a chance to look really yeah um i have not either i can see some of them here on espn but um just for i mean i know i know some money lines that i like that i'm guessing are gonna be value 
right? Mm-hmm. Like South, I like South Carolina. Um, okay, who's your favorite? Who's your who's your who are your super dogs of the week? Super dogs. Does that mean they have to be a heavy underdog? No, just like a what they used to do on uh, college game day with Bear, or just oh, like yeah. any any anyone who's in the plus category, any underdog you're taking today or for on Saturday. Yeah. So again, I don't know who's an underdog, but I I have these teams listed as like I'm probably gonna take them, uh, and and that South Carolina, Kansas State. Both could be underdogs. I, I don't know. Um, NC State definitely is an underdog. So that's like my super dog, I guess, against Duke. Um, I like Air Force against Wyoming because you're going to see a ton of public on Wyoming after beating Fresno State. Mm-hmm. And like on three and all these like college football, uh, big time media outlets are saying, oh, Wyoming's going to be in the Fiesta Bowl now because blah, blah, blah. Air Force is the better team. Uh, and they're at home. UNC, mm-hmm. I like. They're going to be a favorite, though, I bet. Washington will also probably be a favorite. And uh, I like Memphis. I think they play Tulane, so they might be a dog. Um, but I yeah. like Memphis. Yeah. No, there's there's a good amount of, like, sneaky games this week. There, there's, there's so many good games. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to have another episode full of picks. Um, but, like, another another week of, I think, four ranked games. And there's actually a ton of other, like, good quality games that are not just ranked games. There's a lot of really good ones that I'm excited for. So a lot of opportunity to pick those money lines, write those down. And uh, yeah, anyways, um, back to the question that we asked that I, that I got was asked like 10 minutes ago, my favorite game of, oh. <laughs> of last week, um, aside from Oklahoma, Texas, that was really awesome. Um, probably has to be just Notre Dame Louisville for what it meant to Louisville fans. Right. Um, the game was a good game. It was um, I was watching that one um, from one of like the huge, huge video boards at the Circa. That one was pretty dope, um, and that was just a fun game to watch because honestly, like I wanted to believe in Louisville. I have a lot of Louisville followers that I love very much, but like I was still kind of riding the Notre Dame train. I was like, guys, Notre Dame is still good. I could still see them going to the playoff if they went out. I really like Notre Dame as kind of another kind of sleeper, the one lost team that could sneak in. Um, I think they're playoff caliber and not anymore because like Louisville just yeah. straight up exposed them. I mean, this is insane what Louisville's done. They're six and oh, Jeff Brom is he's crazy. Back. He's, he's back. back. Um, Jack Jake Harlow was at that game getting lit. Oh, shit. Um, I know that. So that was a really fun game to watch mainly just because I was kind of surprised the entire time um, watching that game really huge just when it's like a home crowd statement win for a t- for a team that hasn't really seen i mean obviously louisville's had a few upsets but it's one of those different ones where it's like a team is like actually good and they pull off an upset and well yeah they like, they Whoa. put the stamp that they're like that was their we're back stamp yeah because like yeah, even if really they meaningful finish, win if they finish eight and four or something something like tragic and and everyone's like well they were frauds everyone's still gonna remember like they started six and they beat Notre Dame. Like that's right. They they've gotten to that the kind of the top of the mountain as far as twenty twenty three reputation goes, which is great for Louisville and their fans. Um, yeah, kind of bummed Clemson doesn't play them this year. It would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this, fun. this is one of those fan bases that they, you know they don't see they haven't seen like seen this in a long time. And so, you know, just really happy for Louisville fans. I don't know. Obviously, you're in the same conference as Louisville, so you might not have the same feelings 
Um, but like, I feel like Louisville's yeah. kind of like an America's team candidate right now. Right so now, like everyone's everyone loves him right now. Maybe yeah. later in the season we'll see if they continue to be that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for Louisville. I yeah, a lot of people are calling him like what the TCU of last year. So yeah, um, I, I get it. I don't. I, I don't have nothing. Nothing bad to say really about Louisville. They weren't like ACC when I was growing up. Really, they kind of moved in right, right from the Big East. So mm-hmm. I don't have like as much bad blood towards them as I do some other ACC teams. But yeah. it, it'd also be different if we were playing each other this year. And it'd be different if Clemson was, you know, competitive, I suppose. But uh, so, yeah, just I guess just get it out of their system. Let Louisville have a good year and back to yeah. back to the Tigers next year. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, on, on the topic of Notre Dame, because like f- favorite game as far as week seven goes, mm-hmm. um, USC Notre Dame is, is like that's the game I'm most excited for. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, a lot to mo- or tomorrow with Cody, but you know a lot of people are going to say like, "Oh, Washington, Oregon, why isn't that your answer?" But I think it's just because like USC hasn't faced you know competition really yet. Mm-hmm. Easily could have lost Arizona, um, but if oh, they yeah. can beat Notre Dame, then it's like okay. USC can get up. Maybe they're one of those teams that plays down to their competition, but like we just haven't seen them play up to their competition, blah, 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 which I definitely think could be the case or Notre Dame smokes them. And then it's like, like that, this USC Notre Dame game is going to tell us, it's going to be very telling later in the year. Cause if USC beats Utah, Washington, but loses to Notre Dame, it's like, wow, Notre Dame, it's actually a really good team. They just like mm-hmm. they barely lost Ohio State, and then they just got punked by maybe a really good Louisville team, or vice versa. It's like wow, Notre Dame maybe just sucks. USC, blah. blah. It's just like a lot of answers we're probably going to find out from that game. Whereas Washington, Oregon, I think is like I know both those teams are really good, um, and regardless of what happens, unless there's a massive blowout, I, I'm not going to really change my opinion. You know, right. Yeah, you said a lot of good things there. Um, first of all, being that USC Notre Dame game is like one of the most important non-conference games of the year um, on a lot of levels. And I wanted to add that I've said this before, and I talk about this a lot on my podcast, how a team's resume a lot of times comes from their conference resume. And the Pac-12 this year, when they're coming to the end of the year, we can they can say, all right, obviously we have a lot of good teams we think are here. You know, we've got USC, Washington, Oregon, whatever, whoever you have at the end of the year. And we say, okay, we won all of our big non-conference games, which feeds in saying, okay, USC is good. Oregon's good. All relative to each other. If USC loses this game, the Pac-12 loses a lot of traction just yeah. based on, you know, your USC wins not going to look as good anymore. And at the end of the year, you can say, well, one of your best teams lost to a two-loss Notre Dame team. Right. You know? And so it yeah. really... The entire Pac-12 should be cheering for USC, regardless if you like them or not. This is huge for the Pac-12 going. Yeah, into no, the you're you're playoff. right. It's it's resume. It's it's like if you're a Washington fan and you know you have USC later on your schedule, of course you want them to beat. It's like when Clemson uh, in week one, I was watching Florida State LSU, knowing that Clemson plays Florida State week four, I right. was rooting for Florida State. It felt weird. It felt wrong, but I'm like. <laughs> if Florida State gets a win against LSU and is ranked like top five by the time we play them, that would be awesome if we beat them for a resume. Of course, we 
ended up losing the next day to Duke and then lost to Florida State. So like, right, all for not. But the the mindset is important, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah lots so on the you. line. This is huge. Yeah, it's 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 a it could it could very well be that USC just kind of is a they play up or down to their competition, and that's the type of team they are. Which we just wouldn't know yet, lot. right? We don't, yeah, we, we don't, don't even know. know. Yep, they're one of the few teams. There's there's three or four teams left, you know, in the top fifteen, top ten, who still haven't really been proven. You say like Michigan, Penn, I'm just talking about quality wins. Even if they've done well in those wins, like yeah, Iowa, we just Penn don't State's know. It's not much of a win. So Penn no. State, Michigan, USC. Washington, Oregon, kind of it, whatever you want to say about Colorado, but like there's a few Washington's teams that still tough. haven't been proven. Washington's tough just because like that that week one game, I was like, oh, it's going to be close uh, to Boise State. Like, oh, oh mm-hmm. it's going to be such a good game, and Washington blows the roof out off of them. And like, yeah, every like I feel like Washington's just kind of, I don't know, it, like every Michigan game has been like, well, Michigan's a, a 35 point favorite, and they're winning by like 30. It's like, I don't, I genuinely don't know how to feel. I have some Michigan fans that follow me on all platforms and and they get really upset because I'm not really as high as everyone else is on Michigan. Right. Um, And that's kind of because like, I don't know how to feel. They haven't, like, I just, I was lower than most going into the season and they haven't done anything to boost themselves in my eyes. So. Right. And it all depends on how you value quality wins, the the degree of the way someone wins. I mean, it, it's all it's all relative to whatever your your resume is, whatever you think deserves makes a team deserving of a ranking. Because some people are more like in this moment, what kind of football are you playing? And in that kind of poll, Michigan and Georgia, you know, before this week, were a lot lower on you know, um, and some are more well. They have the talent. They have the the prestige. They have the coaching, and they value that more. Right, and... but I think yeah, that's then it, that frustrates me when people are like, "Well, yeah. Georgia last year, they, they're the defending national champions." Like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with this season. Yep. Granted, after that Kentucky game, I get it a little better, and mm-hmm. and now it's like, yeah, they can they can rejoin um, that that top, you know, maybe number one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but like for me, Texas before losing to Oklahoma, they were my number one. Yeah, because they have a have. they have a Bama win at Bama, and like throttled Kansas, so on so forth. They like I, that that should be, in my opinion, how how rankings are made. Yeah, uh, because it, Texas was better than Georgia before last week. Yeah, I just went on a rant about this before. Um before this right before this on this podcast you guys will hear it or you already have heard it but like let's just talk about before this week it's week six and i don't care what georgia or michigan did last year so we're in the exact same boat um in week two or week three the back-to-back national champ thing kind of works but it's week seven so it's like i that loses traction especially when you get week five week six week seven and further into the year I start to care less and less about what a team did last year. It's a different team. I've seen them play six games. And so I, yeah. And if those, that doesn't matter anymore to me. If those six games involve, you know, a a really close one against Auburn and, and a double digit deficit against South Carolina, then it's like, well, I'm not necessarily feeling very good about you. So maybe you don't deserve to be number one, which I didn't have them at number one. Um, 
but yeah, so I completely agree because yeah, in week two, even if like Georgia struggles maybe with Ball State or whoever the hell they played, um, it, early it's like I don't care. They're you know this isn't anything to me. But by week five, week six, we've seen enough. We can truly rank, um, which is why it's like nice that the the college football playoff rankings start when they do because those are going to yeah, take. There's a reason this season into account but they need to see things first so right yeah and that's the thing like a lot of people have that opinion i don't make fun of people like a lot of people you know on on instagram on twitter on the podcast you know will say like yeah georgia's georgia's number one until proven otherwise and i'm like well maybe week one they are yeah um but just my opinion is i take the eye test and quality wins a lot higher than most people i like to judge on what i've seen right in here right now um, some people are different and that's okay. That's college football. It's all relative to whatever your opinion is. That's why we have rankings, not standings. If is if it wasn't relative, if there was no bias, then we wouldn't need a playoff committee. We would just use ESPN FPI or yeah. standings. I mean, ESPN there's a reason FBI, that it's debated. Clemson would be, Clemson would be like in the hunt still, according to the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Or let's go back to the BCS. If you're so mad about me not having Georgia at one, you know, it's so, yeah, no, um, yeah, so I'm excited for the CFP rankings to come out. Do they come out next week, or is it two weeks? It's soon. I thought it was the first week of November. Okay, is, is oh, so like it's a little longer. My my past brain is telling me that. I don't know if that's true. That's just something in week th- eight is usually when it is. Is it uh, week eight? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I just think it's. I think it's early November. Maybe it's late October. Maybe it's week eight. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out soon enough. We should yeah. probably know that. So sorry. Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> sorry, guys. That's kind of wild, um, not, but yeah. Anyways, I mean, there's a reason it's week eight because you you we still haven't seen Penn State, Washington, Oregon. Obviously, a lot of those teams will play good teams this week, but there's a lot of teams we haven't seen play anybody yet. Um, and that's the reason it's always hard to rank teams early in the season. Um, you know, due to that factor, that's just what college football is. So yeah, that's how that's how I look at the top twenty-five. Um, as we talk about teams. Um, I tend to lean more towards um, what I've seen, like the eye test, how they've been effectively efficient, you know, red zone, turnovers, penalties. Um, but yeah, you guys have already heard my rant today. So um, yeah, me and Nick are on the same page there. Uh, I had Georgia at eight last week because I still hadn't oh. seen anything that I liked. And then I moved yeah. up to three this week. Um, you know, I, but however, I still could totally see the number one now. Now I'm a lot more like, okay, like, I could put them at number one as just as easily as Michigan or anybody else. Yeah, I think um, you you kind of just put yourself in a hole there, having them at eight. That it's just like <laughs> kind of hard to put them at one after that. But uh, yeah, right. I mean, I, I I can see them at three. Like like yeah, the playoffs started today. I have my my top four, and then you know the the teams hovering right on the outside. Georgia for me would be number one. Yeah. Um, Ohio State would be number two. Um, cause one, I value that Maryland win more right. than win. some other people because, you know, they, they weren't ranked. So maybe some, some casuals are like, Oh, well they, Maryland, <laughs> Maryland. thinks it's like, no, 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 Maryland's good. And, Maryland's and good. I'm very impressed with like Ohio state's defense is, is shocking, uh, because that you, you're not going to see them topping the metrics. I don't think like the efficiency metrics, mm-hmm. at least not yet, but as far as uh, star caliber, I mean, everyone on that defense might be an nfl starter but which is nuts like they're all over the place they have so many studs um so i have them at number two 
Washington, I have it number three. Um, right. and, and, and Michigan, I, I snuck into number four. All right. Um, and again, yeah, some people are like, why? Like, I had Michigan pretty low for a while. But, like, I had them, I think, right below Penn State. I boosted mm-hmm. them up uh, because exactly kind of what you were saying, like, Penn State, um, like, I, I haven't been, like, wow, damn, like, that. that's it. Like, that's the, this is a, a fantastic squad. Michigan, I hadn't, but what they just did on Saturday was, was – like I watched that game, it was, you know, dominance to the to the point where they'll. I mean, they'll they get look the better every week. I mean, Michigan has looked really good, so Michigan's done their job so far. Yeah, just especially just this past yet. Saturday, it was, it was like I was very impressed. Uh, Oklahoma would be right. at five right now. Right. Um, you know, some people are saying they have like the best resume in in college football. That Texas win easily could have gone either way, but it, I agree that that's up there. But everything else. Not really. Like, where's the rest of the resume, in my opinion? Mm-hmm. So that's why I have them at five. Uh, and then I have FSU, Penn State, Oregon. Okay. So this that's, is your yeah. playoff if it started today. Yeah, if it started today, like, basically, that's, that's uh, yeah, I would have Michigan, Georgia playing and Ohio State, Washington playing. Um, yeah. Now, it's very different than my predicted playoff. Right, and this that's the point of this is because the predictive playoffs is all hypotheticals, just basically your top four to eight teams right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, the I, thing I, is, like, a Florida State team, like, Florida State right now is actually kind of hard to predict not to go to the playoff, mainly just because the schedule, your best two teams are Miami and Duke. Um, and so FSU has a high likelihood of going to the playoff, even if I don't think they're a top four team. You know, they just have a really light schedule ahead of them. Right. Um, so, like, yeah, so right like now, FSU I have is them at six. To get in. But in yeah. my predicted, which I, I actually don't because I, I do have them losing okay. uh, to Miami or maybe in the maybe both the ACC yeah. championship in Miami. But, um, yeah, I'm not, like, super sold. Not not quite yet on FSU. Yeah. But yeah. Um, y'all are saying just whatever you whatever you think of Florida State as of right now, it's a hypothetical playoff they're a lot more likely than a playoff right now just because of the remaining schedule. Yeah, if the playoff started right now, yeah. I, I can like I would I would not bat an eye if you were like, I have FSU as my two seed or three seed. I mean, well, you know, it makes sense. But um but yeah, and uh what other teams what was I gonna say? Oh, Texas. Uh yeah. right now wouldn't be in my top eight. Uh they'd be at nine, but like again, I do think the eight teams I just named probably deserve it right now but but i i think i would have texas in my predicted playoff yeah it's really hard i mean i when i started thinking about this like who would be in the playoff right now because like making rankings you don't have to quite make that line you can being five versus four is not a big deal but when you're like okay here's my playoff that started today it's really hard yeah so yeah in my playoff as of right now i think that i would have um georgia just because what they've done so far um, even though I was not impressed for the first five weeks, last week was impressive, and they kind of stepped up in their chair, and it looked like a team that, obviously, whatever you want to say about Kentucky, but it could dominate a team that's a, a quality opponent, 5-0 and Kentucky, um, you know, a valid opponent. So it's, your, it's their best one on the resume. However, um, you know, the talent on that roster, Kirby Smart's a really good coach that has won championships. And as of right now, I think Georgia would be in the playoff uh, if it started today. Um, my next team would also be Michigan, 
Now, Michigan as well does not have the greatest resume. However, I feel like I need to take Michigan just because of the depth and the talent um, that I see on both sides of the ball from Michigan. Um, I had them as my number one team coming into the season with Georgia at number two, and I'm still sticking to the fact that I believe in Michigan to be very um, a very good team when facing these blue blood powerhouse teams. Um, I trust Michigan a lot um, in those big situations. Um, and now this is the hard part. I'm I'm just I'm going back and forth between Washington, Florida State, Oklahoma. Um, you know, those are some of the teams that I'm really obviously Penn State and Oregon are in there. Let's see, am I missing anyone that's in that top eight? Is that everybody? That's uh, that's the top eight. That's the top. All right. So yeah, so I'm 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 really trying to decide between those three though: Florida State, Oklahoma, and um, Ohio State. I think right now I'm probably actually going with Oklahoma and Florida State. Mm. So it's kind of a I feel kind of weird not picking Ohio State, even though the Notre Dame win was really good. Um, even though Notre Dame has looked a little bit worse, I still think Oklahoma overall. They've kind of been like Washington a little bit. Um, where they've blown out a bunch of really crappy teams. So it's like, okay, have we really seen how good they are? And obviously the Texas game could have gone either way, but the Notre Dame-Ohio State game could have gone either way. And I just think I'm, I trust um, Dylan Gabriel a little more than I do Kyle McCord, and that's a lot of what, what it comes down to is just that. Um, yeah, that's fair. So that's all it comes down to. And then Florida State, I think, just has the best resume. I think they deserve it a little more. I really like Jordan Travis. Um and I think just right now they've earned it a little more um, than Ohio State would have in a hypothetical playoff situation in Week 7. Um, Ohio State being that fifth team, just barely sitting there out. Um, they've obviously improved a lot since those first two weeks. Ohio State's looked much better. Um, you know, the defensive side has looked good most of the year, but the offense has really started to click. Um, and, you know, as the weeks goes on, as the weeks go on Ohio State is just going to look better and better. Um, if they keep playing like this in my eyes. So you maybe come at me next week or even the week after that, and Ohio State might very well have that Florida State spot. So that's where I'm looking right now. Washington State or Washington also looking right there. I know I've been high on Washington, but as of right now, even though they're my number four team in the country, um, in a playoff right now, um, just because of resume, if we're going a full playoff committee, I don't think Washington would earn a spot just because of they haven't played anybody yet. Obviously this weekend will tell. And if I were to make this next week, I think the winner of Oregon Washington would probably be in my playoff. But it doesn't, yeah. there's only four spots, so it's hard. No, it's it's definitely fascinating. Like it's it's I guess a little worrisome. I feel like everyone I've talked to, everything I've seen, um, you know, thinks Washington's winning this game against Oregon. Values Washington a little more. No one's really talking about mm-hmm. how Oregon. Like you know, if the playoffs start today, I think if you asked a, a lot of people, uh, Oregon wouldn't be in their top four. Uh, right. Washington, you know, is there in mind, and, and they'd probably be in a, a good amount of other people. Um, so it, it just has me thinking that, that maybe this is the game that Oregon wins. Yeah, um, maybe because it's kind of being set up to be Washington's game. You think? Oregon's yeah, game. I mean that that stuff. There, there's no real like game logic in that, but right it, it, when yeah, when you've watched enough college football, you kind of can catch <laughs> yeah. on to, to trends like that. So, um, yep. I, I really do think, like, regardless of who wins, I'm still going to value both teams pretty high. But like you said, after next week, whoever wins will be in, you know, the top four if the playoffs started, you know, a week from today. 
Um, right. But but like Washington could lose Oregon and, and easily make it still blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of – I mean, they, both these teams are so good. I'm so excited that this game – this could be the game of the year. Two top ten teams going at it. Um, could be the best two Pac-12 teams from what we've seen so far. I think from what we've seen so far, these are the best two. Um, and honestly, right now, I think Oregon has the better defense. Washington has the better, better offense. But is Oregon more balanced than Washington? That's the question. Can Oregon keep up with Washington's offense? Um, because Oregon's defense is really good, and I really liked what I've seen from that defense. So it's going to be a heck of a game. And we'll do all of our picks next episode. And that's going to be a really tough one to pick. I don't know who I'm going to pick because it's out. It's in Seattle. That's going to make it even harder for Oregon to pull it off. But people are sleeping on Oregon. No one's really like – you could say sleeping. No one's really like picking Oregon, I think. I, like, I think that definitely the favorite is Washington, even though they're fairly equal in terms of the polls and talent-wise. They look equal across the board. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to pick one. Um, Had some good talks about our playoff if it started right now and uh, how we feel about Georgia and a top 25 – uh, after six weeks of football. So it's been good. Yeah. It's been thanks good. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Of course. Yep. And uh, yeah, go Clemson. Go Tigers for that much. Yep. Hopefully. And go BYU anyone... right back at you. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully we can make the playoff with our one loss. That'd be sick. 